Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. The top story for this week is going to be the upcoming round two in the 2021 Create a Competitor competition. I reported last week that we had the 12 players who are going on to round two. Those 12 were the seven round one winners, JAC, Time Bomb Tim, Moonstar, Lauren Santiago, Rin Rin Same, Private Cuddles, and Fotista. Joining them would be the 2020 CCC runner-up, Vicious McVandal getting a buy into round two. The final four spots were the wild card spots. Two picked by a fan vote. Those two were Johnny Correa and the Memes Dealer. And two picked by Pat Mulligan and Steve Resk, Harvey Luster, and the Master Strategist. The matchup for match one in round two has been announced. These matchups have all been chosen randomly. They'll be released one at a time. It looked initially like they might release them all at once, but based on discussions they had on Talk of the Universe, they're going to be releasing these one matchup at a time. The first match is going to be between two competitors from the wild card portion. The first, getting in through the fan vote, Johnny Correa. The other, getting in, I believe being chosen by Steve Resk, the master strategist. So, match number one in round two will be between Johnny Correa, created by Brian Lee, and the master strategist, created by Micah Swafford. Now, I originally thought the matches in round two were going to be the tag team matches where you had to create tag chains on Facebook. That, thankfully, is not the case. And, Steve Resk, Pat Mulligan, if you are listening, do not do the tag round. It's awful. I know that you like the tag round. I know you think the tag round is a great challenge. Challenge is good. Unfun, annoying challenge is not good. And the tag round is unfun and awful for everybody involved. So please don't do the tag round. Having been said, I think they're going to do the tag round. I'll get into that in just a moment. Instead, round two is going to be the meme round. I've never participated in the meme round, so I don't know as much about that as I do other rounds. I will give you my knowledge of the meme round as best as possible. There's going to be posts out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Weird because the primary method of this game as far as social media is concerned, the primary platform is Facebook, Twitter secondary, and I think most people forget the Instagram even exists. I'm never involved with it. I never really check it. But in the meme round, there's going to be a post on Facebook. On this post, you vote for one of the two competitors. The way you vote 
is you post up to three different things. There's going to be a hashtag for each competitor. You post which competitor you want to vote for, you post that hashtag. That gets that competitor one point. You can also post a meme for your competitor. That scores two points for the competitor you're voting for. And you can post a video, I guess talking about your competitor that you're voting for, promoting them. That earns the competitor three points. So on the Facebook post, you can post up to three different things and earn your competitor you're voting for six points. Important thing to note, only post these three things one time. Pat Mulligan has stated if you do it twice on accident, he will delete both and none of those posts will count for the person you're voting for. So if you want your vote to count through your posts, just post the hashtag, the meme, and or the video one time. There are also things you can do on Twitter or Instagram to score points for the competitor that you're voting for that you want to see move on to round three. Now, I don't know exactly what you are supposed to do for those things. During Talk of the Universe, when this matchup was announced, Pat Mulligan, who runs the CCC, the 2021 Create a Competitor Competition, announced that he would put up a post detailing what the competitors, what the people voting for the competitors need to do in round two in the match. As of right now, checking both the SRG Universe Facebook page and the SRG Super Show discussion group on Facebook, I have seen no posts about the upcoming match in round two. I've also seen no promos from either Johnny Korea or the Master Strategist concerning the match. This is strange to me because also on the most recent episode of Talk of the Universe, when this announcement was made, they said the match was going to happen on Monday. I assumed that's this Monday, May 16th. As of right now, that doesn't look likely to me because nothing has been posted yet about it, and it's May 15th. They certainly could have round two start tomorrow as I'm recording this, but again, that would be a big surprise. I also said Monday. This is important to note because up till now, all of the matches in round one that required voting ran from Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern to Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern. They're shifting these to Monday, and I'm assuming Monday through Wednesday. Start time unknown. The reason I guess they're doing this is because there's going to be six of these matches taking place. There's 12 players, two per match for six matches total. The reason I think they're shifting this to Monday is because Origins Game Fair, which takes place Wednesday through Sunday in June, I believe it's June 8th, is the start date. That would obviously coincide with the CCC if the CCC was running Wednesday through Friday. Moving it to Monday makes sense to avoid that. Although they might just take that week off entirely. Although we are getting closer to Gen Con. They want this wrapped up by Gen Con. And we still have, by my count, four rounds left. Round two is going to have six matches. They did announce also that eight people will move on to round three. So the six winners 
and then two of the people who did not win will, by some mechanism, move on to round three. Round three with eight participants, this is where I suspect they'll do the tag round to go from eight down to four. Then if it holds true for past CCCs, we'll have four left. They'll pair those up. And then in the fourth round and the semifinal round, each pair will make the case as to why they should be chosen for the finals. Then I believe that is a internal Steve Resk, Pat Mulligan, and others decision to promote a team into the finals. And then in the finals, based on past years, they pick a panel. The panel votes for who they want to see in the finals win. If there's a tie, it goes to a fan vote. It goes to a community vote. Last year it was on Twitch. Twitch subscribers could vote, and the Dweeb ended up winning by three votes in a tie because the committee that they picked to vote on the finals tied. Now again, that statement about Monday being the start time, because there has been no official post on this, that's up in the air. The match could start Monday this week. It could start Monday next week. It could actually start a different day. They could shift back to Wednesday. We don't know. But the news I have as of right now is the first match in round number two is supposed to be between Johnny Korea and the Master Strategist, and it is supposed to start sometime tomorrow. And when it starts, the post will tell you how you can vote and support one of the two competitors in the contest. That's where we are right now. If I had to just guess based on a gut feeling, based on you know the uh, hype from round one, I think Johnny Korea is currently leading in sort of the hype category, which is a completely subjective category based on just my perception of what's going on. But who knows? It's a completely new round. We'll have to see what the promos are. We'll have to see what the push is. But as of right now, I'm thinking Johnny Korea is going on to round three. I could be wrong. Again, match two. Look for that if you want to cast your vote. For Johnny Korea or the Master Strategist, look for that to go live starting as early as tomorrow, May 16th. That is really the big story coming out of this week. Let me give you some other things that happened. Earlier today, as I record this, May 15th, the LFF Tri-State Championship was on the line. I didn't even know this match was supposed to happen. So again, I wish they did a better job of promoting these in advance. But this match saw the Wiser Wizard take on Thebes. I don't know much about Thebes. I'm not too familiar with him. So I really didn't know anything about him going into the match. Hopefully we'll learn more as time goes on. But the Wiser Wizard, the champion, takes on the challenger Thebes in a New York Rules match. All of the matches for the LFF Tri-State Championship take place using New York rules. New York rules in this case means the match starts at crowd meter one. There are no disqualifications and I believe no countouts for the match. The Wiser Wizard was playing as Jebediah the Amish Assassin. The challenger Thebes was playing as Kenny Omega. This match ends up going to crowd meter two, which is not as long as you would normally think because the match started at crowd meter one. 
at Crowdmere 2, Thebes hits a finish against the Wiser Wizard. He rolls an 11. However, the champion did have the ability to roll higher than an 11, or at least match an 11, because the belt gave him a stat boost. So there were three breakout rolls, but the Wiser Wizard is unable to break out, and Thebes becomes the new LFF Tri-State Champion with Kenny Omega. Congratulations to Thebes. I know I'm looking forward to seeing what you do next. Outside of that, as far as I know, there were no other championship matches this week. There is a featured match tonight as I'm recording this. The phenomenal one, Kirk Polka, will take on Dizzy Derailed. The condition for the match, the card derailed is an illegal card for the match. It cannot, as far as I know, be used in the match. I don't have those results now. That match has not taken place as I record this. I will add the results at the end of the show, assuming that I'm able to get those results in time for the show to come out Sunday. As far as upcoming championship news, the Matt Boys, Johnny Korea, and Piglet will take on the Angry Burbs, Nick Baxter and Rowdy Ron. May 22nd, the winner will go on to challenge Chugonomics and Prince Butters for the Deep South Tag Team Championship. The World Heavyweight Championship Number 1 Contender Tournament is still going on. Last I heard, they were in the top eight. Two of the top four slots had been filled. Two remained. That's the last news I have on it. Who the other two will be, I don't know. I'm looking for that information to get published. I have not seen it as of right now as I'm recording this. The last bit of news I have before I talk about results from the online tournaments from this past week. There are going to be a new wave of mystery boxes available on sale on Supershowthegame.com. There's going to be three of the Ginnies in the wave of mystery boxes. Those are the foil, exclusive, competitor sets, limited run. I believe they're essentially, that competitor essentially is Vanilla Gorilla, but it triggers on power instead of agility. I believe it's Vanilla Gorilla. The wave is also going to include the Ikuzo entrance gear, prototype, playtest cards. I don't know if those are legal. From what I understand, they're just going to be collector's items, but those will be packed in some of these mystery boxes as well. And then let me mention this too. SRG Universe is trying to reach a subscriber goal on their Twitch page, twitch.tv slash srguniverse. If that goal is hit, they will have a free event with full prize support. So. If you're interested in subscribing to Twitch, now would be a good time to do that for Super Show the Game for SRG Universe. Now let's talk about the online tournaments from this past week. Three that I am aware of. The first Monday night boss fights hosted by the boss. There were 18 players in this event. In the preliminary rounds, they were broken up into three groups of six, where each player played the other five in their group. The top two from each group advanced. 
the semifinal round of this because there were six players that advanced was a triad steel cage match. The winners of the triad steel cage match were the phenomenal one Kirk Polka playing as new competitor Najamai and the screaming Danshi playing as Chamomile T. They squared off in the finals in a sticks, stairs, and chairs match. The winner with Chamomile T, the Screaming Danshi. Congratulations to him for winning Monday Night Boss Fights. Thursday night, we have Chibi's Thursday Night Fights. There were 32 players in this event, which was actually co-hosted by the boss, because there were opportunities to win those Ikuzo Entrance Gear playtest cards here, as well as, I believe, a champion of Kickstarter. Eight groups of four, top two from each group end up advancing. There are no stipulations in the top cut. There's no third place match here either. We just have a finals. It's Piglet playing as Aerial Lipstick. Has to be the new version of Aerial Lipstick. Versus Bobby Ohio playing as Various. The winner, Aerial Lipstick's player. Piglet. Congratulations to Piglet for winning the Chibi and Boss Thursday Night Fights. Great showing for Bobby Ohio. I haven't seen him playing for a while, so I'm glad to see him make the finals here. I believe Piglet wins an entrance card, the Ikuzo entrance card for himself and the other three players in his group. From what I understand, the Brain also ends up winning a champion of Kickstarter. I could be wrong there, but I believe that also happens. Friday, it was not announced until later in the week. It wasn't talked about on Talk of the Universe. I first became aware of it Thursday. A six-stop tournament to determine the next contender for the Deep Six Championship. The Deep Six Championship in those matches... Each player can only play six stop cards in the deck. So in the six stop tournament, each player playing in the tournament can only have six stop cards in their deck. There were 16 players in the tournament. Four groups of four. Each player played the other three in their group. Top two from each group advance into the top cut. So we have eight players in the top cut. There were no stipulations outside of the deep six stipulations, the six stop stipulations I just laid down. The top four here end up being, and I'm surprised they did a third place match here. Maybe it's for prize support, but the top four here end up being in fourth place, playing as Master Dosmodius, the Keeper of Prisoners, J-Train. In third place, playing as Sage the Wicked Witch, the Equizo version, the big guy. The finalists were the Italian Bombata, playing as the original version of Anarchy Sun, and Chris Pate, playing as Theo the Greek Neo. The winner, getting another shot at the Deep Six Championship, Chris Pate with Theo the Greek Neo. He used Theo the Greek Neo to win the CAC tournament, and now he's used Theo the Greek Neo to get another shot at the Deep Six Championship. He just had one, I believe, in the last month. 
So we're getting to see Chris Pate have a second bite at the apple very soon after having had a shot. I believe he's also currently the hardcore champion, so we could see Chris Pate holding two belts sometime soon. I don't know if that's the case, but Chris Pate wins the Friday six-stop number one contender for the Deep Six Championship Tournament. Congratulations to Chris Pate for winning that tournament. One more thing I should have mentioned earlier. I'll mention it now. Origins Game Fair is coming up next month, June. I said June 8th. I did talk about the date. Event registration goes live May 21st. That is next Friday as I'm recording this. That's when all the Super Show events will be on and you'll be able to sign up for them. So if you're going to Origins Game Fair, sign up for the events when that registration opens up May 21st. Also, reminder, as of right now, there is a vaccination requirement to attend Origins Game Fair. You must be fully vaccinated to attend. Fully vaccinated, as they define it, is... You must have taken two doses of the Moderna or Pfizer vaccine or one dose of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. They have given people until May 24th to have that vaccination completed. Now, the deadline originally was May 23rd. They changed it to May 24th in their last update of their mask and vaccination policy. I would still treat it like the deadline was the 23rd just to be safe, just to meet their requirements. And again, I'm continuing to monitor the situation to see if that policy changes again. They might drop the vaccine mandate. They might add a mask mandate back. They could do a number of different things, although as we get closer to the dates, it looks like that won't change. But who knows? I will keep you apprised as best I can, concerning that policy for Origins Game Fair. Speaking of Origins Game Fair, I'm still trying to get my Twitter follower count up to have a metric to show conventions that I have a following to be able to get press access for conventions. So if you would, please follow the show on Twitter, at OutlawMudcast on Twitter, capital O, capital M, no spaces. And I can now give you the results as the show is ending of the featured match from Sunday Night Fights. And it actually ends up being featured matches. The first match was the match as advertised. The phenomenal one, Kirk Polka versus Dizzy Derailed. The card derailed is banned for this match. The phenomenal one is playing new competitor, Najamai. Dizzy Derailed is playing the original. TJ Marconi. In a match that ends up going, I believe, to crowd meter one, but is actually very short and very much in the favor of Kirk Polka throughout the majority of the match, the winner ends up being Kirk Polka. As a result, the price of the card derailed on the website has been increased fivefold. I saw $65 posted. On the Twitch chat, I did not check supershowthegame.com. I would recommend 
if you wanted to buy the card derailed, they may have raised the price as a joke. Don't buy it. Wait for it to come down. If you go on there and it's some ridiculously high number. Then again, that could just be a joke and it's not changed at all. Actually, let me look really quickly. Give me just a moment. I'm pulling it up now. And they actually did change the price of the card. It's currently listed as $65 on the website. I don't know how long that's going to be there. If you're hearing this, don't buy derailed at $65. It's a joke. I really hope somebody does not get fooled or tricked by this and ends up paying $65 for derailed. And I hope somebody SRG, if by some chance that happens, corrects that. It's not a $65 card. And it's probably an unwise decision to actually have raised the price of the card to 65 While I don't think anybody will, you know, go on now and see it, if somebody happens to have that maybe saved in their favorites, because there is an option to save cards for future purchase. I think it's called the wish list, not favorites. But that option exists. I hope somebody not paying attention doesn't accidentally throw a derailed in their uh, shopping cart and buy it, not realizing it went up to $65. So hopefully that joke doesn't last long and they fix it, because I would feel bad for somebody if they accidentally paid $65 for a derailed. Because the match was very short, Chibi, who's hosting the match on Twitch, he's running everything, ends up facing Dizzy in a match. Dizzy apparently had wanted to play Chibi for a while, and so they went ahead and had that match after the initial match where Kirk Polka walks away the victor. So we see Dizzy Derailed continuing to use TJ Marconi versus Chibi using Lady Baba. This is the version of Lady Baba that when she hits a grapple, she draws a card. There's an older version of Lady Baba that has a gimmick based on flipping. This match also goes to Crowdmeter 1. However, in this match, the advantage is to Dizzy, and Dizzy ends up winning the second match. So Dizzy going one-on-one one for the night, winning her last match. Congratulations to her. That was what happened on Sunday Night Fights, and that is going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. Before I go, many of you may be aware of a panel show featuring Steve Resk, Bob Dunn, Colin Simon, and Google Docs Dan. That will be coming out sooner rather than later. There were some technical difficulties holding that up, but that should be released soon. Look for that coming out sooner rather than later. And with that being said, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. I'd like to thank all of you for listening, and good day.